Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. podcast. What is it now, Karen? Episode 21. Hello and welcome back to Wink, everybody. Um, we continue to build mystique and anticipation around the Wink brand by doing absolutely nothing for six weeks at a time. <laughs> um, how are you, Bethany? I'm good, I'm good. I'm a little sad that we're back to Zoom. Very 2020 of us, um, but I am happy to see you, as always. <laughs> It's convenient, isn't it? We're not back to Zoom by any lockdown um, restrictions. But I know, just... which, is the, which is the nice part, is that we're, we're distancing by choice. <laughs> <laughs> Although I hate to, you know, put a dampener on things, but if uh, the news is anything to go by, then potentially we might be forced to be Zooming at Christmas again. If Christmas is cancelled for the second year in a row, I'm going to scream because I'm actually off this year and I'm really looking forward to it. So <laughs> if there's another lockdown at Christmas time, I, I will be extremely upset. Are you going to join the protesters? I, I will be front and centre, George <laughs> Square. So how have you been? I've been fine. Um, busy with work and life as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, unwell for the first time in a long time. Castrating the eyes, vomiting and diarrhea. Oh. No, it was, it was awful. How do you get that? Is it like, a, do you eat something or? I think I just caught it from work, to be honest. Um, no, that was, that was, that was the first time I've been like ill, ill for, well, probably since like childhood, like with like a vomit. Oh, really? It wasn't nice at all. Um, oh. But I'm over it. We move. We move, we, we go again. I, it was like a 40 hour period where all I had was a glass of water, two glasses of water and, and a rice pudding maybe. <laughs> but no, apart from that, back to the cinema for the first time. Me too. Um, to see June. I saw the new Diana film. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to end up on this podcast as a cat. She's an icon. But... It wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting like a sort of long episode of The Crown. 
And then it wouldn't be a wink episode in November if we didn't talk about poppies. Oh God. Do you know the number of lorries I've seen with like dirty, dirty poppies like strapped to their grills? Like filthy, filthy, ragged poppies. I started, there's, I think I started seeing them in September. I'm sure I started seeing taxis with poppies on them. Mental, I cycle past a house on my way to work that has a poppy on the grill of its car, a bench with like lest we forget on them in the garden with like, like a World War One, you know, like the silhouette of a one a World War One soldier, like engraved into the bench, and a flagpole with a Union Jack on it that was at half mast for most of this month. <laughs> yeah, well, we've spoken about this before, and that sometimes the and and trying to be respectful and marking that it becomes a bit performative and actually really just tacky. Well. We'll share it on the, we'll put it on story after once this episode's up, but it was not a poppy thong. <laughs> Do people make these for a joke? I don't, I don't know. And a lest we forget miniskirt. <laughs> Get the but look. That, that is just not, that's not respectful. No, and uh, it's just, it's become like so politicised. Like it is, it is no longer, it's no longer about paying respect to people who died in World War One, World War Two. It's now about like who can be the most who can put on the biggest display of like, you know, so called patriotism or like it's essentially just a stick to beat other people with. Like if you're if you're on TV and you're not wearing a poppy. Yeah. But strictly come strictly come dancing in the you know behind the scenes training videos. They're wearing like their jogging bottoms or their leggings and their white t shirts with poppies on their white t shirts. Like pinned to their white t-shirts. I thought you were going to say about um, Rylan who presents like I think at Strictly like the the supplementary programme of Strictly and I think his poppy fell off for only like I think like one ad break his poppy fell off and then it was on within the next ad break and they, was, they were getting all these complaints about how Rylan is so disrespectful and um, has doesn't he want to respect the fallen and all this sort of stuff. Well, I would say not wearing a poppy, whether it is a by accident, like it fell off, or a perp- you know, you're a, um, you're purposefully not wearing it, is more respectful than a poppy thong or one of these horrible, like big, huge poppy t-shirts or poppy hats or whatever, poppy face masks. It's, it's like it's a bit of a it's like cult like, and it's weird. It's like wearing like to wear a poppy is rather than being like something that you opt into like wearing a poppy is the i suppose it's supposed to be like the expected norm during the month of november which is just weird to me like this must be the only country in the world where like that's enforced like your broadcasters all make every single person wear a poppy yeah oh god you better wear a poppy because people will be angry isn't that a sign that it's ridiculous in the first place yeah yeah, so because I suppose you've got like, um, you know, off the top of my head, like b- breast cancer awareness month or mental health awareness. You know, you've, you do have all these kind of months of, you know, activism or awareness or whatever, but there isn't a collective um, yeah, movement or not everyone wears the pin badge or whatever it is. It's 
very bizarre. It's, it's, it's weird. I'll never understand it. Well, should I cancel your poppy phone for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Did you see the? I think it, you sent it to me, Bethany. The 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 photo of someone for for remembrance. Sunday, whatever they've been like. Oh my, that's my garden ready for next week, and it was like black crosses, like graves in the front garden with poppies on them, and then like scarecrows, like arranged like soldiers, all like sitting about in the garden. One of one of them was like huddled up in a sleeping bag. I don't know if they're dead or if they're just asleep. It's just it's so weird. And then they've got like poppies cascading down the front of their houses, a silhouette of a World War One soldier, a poppy flag, a Union Jack. It's just mental. Yeah, like that is um, grotesque. But then that's 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 just I can't understand how you know someone choosing for whatever reason not to wear one seems to be the most disrespectful thing that you can do on broadcast or whatever. But somehow doing that—it's so class. Grotesque display is means that you're more patriotic or more. I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. More aware, or you're better. More an upstanding, a good British citizen. Anyway, okay. So here's the here's the the story that I've got. Um, Women divides opinion over reaction to toddler hitting her during flight. So this woman is on a plane. She's got a wee girl behind her, a wee boy, whoever, um, who kept like putting their arm forward through the gap in the seat and like grabbing her arm. So they've like put I don't know they put a video on TikTok or something, like just like killing themselves laughing essentially at this wee hand like poking through and like tickling her arm and then disappearing again. But the comments, oh my god! Obviously, some people have been like, "Oh, this is so wholesome! Like that's good, good-hearted." <laughs> and then people were like, "No, thank you. Let the parents know." <laughs> um, you guys have patience. I'd have whacked that hand away within seconds, and she wouldn't have done it again. Hit a stranger's kid? I don't think so. And then this was the one that I was, um, <laughs> I was like, what the Another person said, touching strangers without their permission, going up to assault people, not okay. <laughs> oh God, lighten up. Oh, what the f- It's just so funny how like anything on the internet can just cause so much hatred and division. And like, the, the, what a leap that a child who's just like going like, this is going to grow up to us, I'll be, I just, uh. <laughs> I'm surprised, I'm, I'm sure if you scrolled further, it would be comments like, kids these days don't know how to behave, back in my day, we'd have got a slapped arse and sent to bed, we'd gruel. <sighs> have you ever been, had your chair kicked by a kid on a plane? Um, I think so, Um. How did you react? I can't, I, I feel like I can't remember. Probably wouldn't have done anything. Um, Wimp. Yeah, I'm just thinking like it's so, it's different maybe if you're on a really super long haul flight or something, but see if you're on a flight, it's a couple hours. Just get over it. Deal with it. Deal with I've it. had, yeah, I've definitely had kids 
like kicking my chair before. But again, like, am I that bothered? I reckon, though, if you were on, say, like a long 12-hour flight or something, I think I would have to say something, because otherwise you're just going to drive yourself nuts, aren't you? Yeah. But then sometimes I bet if you said something, it would then aggravate it and you'd get your chair more. <laughs> but I don't, yeah, no, well. I feel like I've genuinely not, like, been on a plane in so long that I can't remember. You would take it? I don't care if someone's going to come oh, yeah. on a plane out of here. Get me on my holly bobs. I think I'd be less pissed off about it if you heard the mum and the dad ever telling them to stop it. I think when they're just like, or if they're just going like boom, 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 boom on your chair and the mum doesn't say anything, that's what it, that's what I'm. But then we are we are not parents, so we don't know if they're just at the end of their tether and they're just like, I can do what you want. <laughs> you're just like, you've had it up to here, and you just don't want discipline anymore. It must be hard having to constantly. Just like tell people what to do all the time. It must be really hard work. So it's all the mums and dads out there. Yeah, it's all the mums and dads, rather you than me. <laughs> uh, and then on the topic of young people as well, there was obviously a lot of youth climate action during COP twenty six. Yep. Greta Thunberg is here for a couple of marches. And STV had tweeted an article, thousands of young people to march through Glasgow in climate strike. And the comments underneath. If young people are serious about saving the planet, ask them to turn off their phone for a day. How much energy would that save? Phones bought for them by their parents. Someone else replied. If they're old enough to have a phone, then they're old enough to switch it off if they're so passionate about climate change. All these, these people saying that while on their phones on Twitter. Yeah. Like, I don't think I don't think phones for, are. But then also, and for all they know, you know, how do they know what what those people are doing? For all they know, they don't have a phone, or they don't use a phone, or just just shut up! Like, come on! Like, is that seriously what you're going to reduce it to? Like, you're going to use? Like, I think I would be surely the the the, the point there is like, wow, that's really impressive. All these young people are like motivated and mobilised and like standing up for yeah. their future. And then you've got to attack them over something like that. It's just it's so pathetic. <laughs> it's always the same, though. If you try and do anything, like, you know, if you say, oh, I'm vegetarian because I want to try and, you know, reduce my meat consumption and better for the environment. Oh, well, but do you do you drive a car or do you do this or do you do that? There's always a kind of what about it. Of if you try and do something, it's like, you know, oh, well, what about this? What about that? Well, I was going to be what about it right there? So these people should just should before they try and attack people and charging up their phone, which is a minuscule amount of energy. Think about their cars and their diet before they come for someone else's mobile phone. Uh, yeah. How much energy does the mobile phone use? Not much. No, but I guess it's just because of the stereotype that young people are on their phone all the time, which is which is probably true because I think so many people, young and old, are on their phone all the time. I don't think it's a, a young generation problem. Could they have organised that protest without their phones? Probably not. Probably not. I can't do anything without my phone. <laughs> Another stereotype probably, but I genuinely can't. I use it for everything. No, neither can I. I've it's got it. Email, yeah. messaging, camera, social media, music. So yeah. there were, even though we've been away for... St- a month or six weeks, the world is still 
an angry, bitter place, unfortunately. Yeah. And speaking of driving, I've got my theory test in two days' time and I've not studied for it. You'll be fine. Have we, have we spoken on the podcast before about my theory test? <laughs> we've spoken about your driving, but I don't think we've spoken about your theory test. <laughs> I, I, you know, I genuinely, and this is probably bad, but I don't, I can't remember how many times I failed it. Oh my god! I thought it was impossible to fail. You're making me nervous now because I. I know, but then it also it came up as a fail because I think at least at least twice, I like booked it and forgot about it, so just didn't like show up because I forgot. So I'm sure that like counts as a fail when actually I just like didn't set the test because I forgot. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't afford to forget it, to be honest, because... It's so hard to book one now, So I managed to get one in the day, you could get one easy, you could get one for the next day. I know now, it's like you have to look like three months in advance, so I've been waiting on this since like July. God, you'll be fine. Do you know what it was for me? I passed the questions every time, but it was the hazard perception. What do you need to get in hazard perception? 50%. Um, I can't remember. I like just. I had an app. I downloaded an app. Like the actual questions are, you know, insulting. <laughs> but the hazard perception, I think I'll need to. Yeah. Some of the, sometimes you do get a bit of a tricky, especially with like the road signs and stuff. Some of them are a bit tricky. Um, but once you do a few, you just get into the, the hang of it. So I, I think at times I got like a hundred percent in the questions. And then just get feeling as a perception. But you'll be fine. You're way smarter than me. If I, if I feel I'm going to be primarily embarrassed, and no offence to the, all the people that feel this theory. Um, it's me that you're talking to right now. <laughs> and also just annoyed that I'm going to have to wait like another three months to the theory test. Yeah. I'm going to put a number and say maybe six. For what? Like how many I failed. <laughs> That's bad. I think maybe two I didn't go to and then... Because you forgot. Because I forgot, yeah. So my Karen story this week, and I actually think you could be one of these people. Oh, God. So the story was from a couple of weeks ago, 5th of November, and it's an article in The Sun friend of the podcast and it's an article about putting your Christmas tree up early and it's like about how psychologists say it makes you happier very (laughs) innocuous article and um, but some of the comments as you can expect are pretty angry (laughs) I'll read out a few and then maybe we could pick our favorite we've got one here from Suzanne not for me. Clutter causes stress and harder to clean around it. Bored of it by December, so wounds lead up to Christmas. It wouldn't make me happy at all. <laughs> okay. She knows what she likes and yeah. she's obviously she's thought out an argument. Give her that. <laughs> she's laid it out. I am... Um, I don't agree. Clutter? I mean, how hard are you going with the Christmas decorations that you have to clean around them? Do you know what I mean? Are you plonking stuff like in the middle of every room? Like... This one is going a bit more extreme. This is Matthew. 
seeing people's Christmas decorations up now would just make me want to slap them multiple times quite hard. Oh my God. So passionate. If I, you know, I'm, I'm maybe thinking about putting my tree up now, sort of end of, end of November. I guess we're into Advent, 1st of December. I, if I saw someone with their tree up earlier than what I would want to put up, I wouldn't want to slap them. I just go, you know, fair dues. I wouldn't put it up now, but you do. <laughs> I think I saw my first Christmas tree three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Which I think is, I don't have a problem with people putting their stuff up early, but I personally. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but I wait until, I think, once 1st of December onwards when it's Advent, I think that's fine. Not that I'm like a big religious person, but I just think that's like. That's the that is the kind of official you know countdown to Christmas starting. That's when things get festive. Because what are we? We're just three weeks ago would be the end of October. Like, no, it was um, so this was on the fifth of November. Okay, we've got um, David here. Stop the madness. There's a time and <laughs> place for everything. Now is neither the time nor the place for the Christmas hype. The place. I don't, yeah. Does he mean like the sun? I don't know. The sun, I don't know. Um, Stephen. Well, I must be a grumpy old sod as I hate Christmas and never put up decorations. Well, Stephen, I think you are a grumpy sod. I think that is grumpy. I love Christmas. I, although I don't put my decorations up in November, I love I love Christmas. I love it, love it, love it. But see, I, I kind of knew that you were a bit of a, what's the word? Me? Yeah, what's the word when you're sort of sacred about, you know, when you're like a traditionalist about Christmas? Would you, mm, is that the right mm. word? Or a... I am, yeah, I am. I am quite traditional. I like a real tree. I like an advent calendar without chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it back to, you know, kind of Amish standards. <laughs> no singing, no dancing, no mechanical machinery. <laughs> Okay, now this is, um, I think this is the last one I've saved here. Well, this is, a, this is Tracy, who is a top fan of the sun. God, warning signs. Red flag, red flag. <laughs> she says, I couldn't think of anything worse. I'd rather stick pins in my eyes. I hate Christmas decorations. They are clutter. Oh, another one about clutter. My God, what's the obsession with... I don't think they are clutter. I think I think it be it can be extremely tasteful and very cozy. Mm-hmm. I suppose it depends, but then it, it depends. Yeah, it depends how you decorate, but just don't clutter your house with decorations. I, you know, it's it's because the people. It's only the people at the extremes that talk about it. So you would be forgiven for thinking people either hate Christmas and hate decorations, or go like completely mental and have like their entire house done up outside. Yeah. I like to have a real tree. Maybe a little festive candle holder. Maybe some fairy lights up. Yeah. Tinsel, not so much. Simple. But effective. And boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because you've got a pink plastic tree. <laughs> seven foot tall, but baldy. Black glittery. <laughs> Black glittery. <laughs> oh. You go for a theme each year. I think um, my mum does it. My mum does a theme. Um, no, I think I've only, because I've only moved out what a couple of years. I've not really 
got enough and my flat's quite small so I can't have a real tree because real trees are obviously quite wide mm. so I have, I have a kind of fake narrow one but um, I, I don't I, think I have enough decorations to do a theme <laughs> like a colour theme or anything I just love the smell of a real tree it's just unbelievable yeah. oh. and I think I like to do, I do like to, last year we had one in lockdown and we didn't have that many Christmas decorations and we thought oh, we're not going to order like a full set of like full-blown like baubles and all that kind of stuff so we just had like fairy lights around it and a star and a few things like that oh my god my stomach trembling <laughs> i think the mic just picked it up yeah it did it's because we're talking about christmas and i'm thinking about christmas dinner like i'm already thinking about my christmas dinner i'm so your, excited uh, your so excited. last year was very um scandy minimal minimalist well, that is what i wanted to say earlier but i thought you'd make fun of me for saying that <laughs> so scandy so who do we think then is our um, is our Karen of the week or our comment of the week? Either the first one or the last one. Read the first one out again. Was that Suzanne? Yeah. Not for me. Clutter causes stress and harder to clean around it. Bored of it by December, so ruins the lead up to Christmas. It wouldn't make me happy at all. To sink to the point, <laughs> the person. And then the last <laughs> one. Or Tracy. I couldn't think of anything worse. I'd rather stick pins in my eyes. I hate Christmas decorations. They are clutter. <laughs> I hate them. Tracy is definitely a more... Um, her response is a bit angry, isn't it? It's more... Absolutely. I think Tracy says she, she doesn't really hate Christmas, Christmas decorations. But she's miserable, though. She's like, ruins the run-up to Christmas. I'd be bored of them by December. <laughs> Then don't put them up. Nobody's, nobody's telling you to put them up. That's the thing, isn't it? Different strokes for different folks. I, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't personally put my tree up maybe this, you know, October, November, early November. But see if you want to put it up. <laughs> I don't, it doesn't make me want to stick pins in my eyes. No, I'm, I'm not stopping you either, but I just, yeah, I would just, yeah. You would sort of um it's because part of shake your head and tut walking past. <laughs> I think it's because part of me is like we we spoke about this this time last year, how like we see you kind of roll from one holiday thing to the next. Like so you go from like summertime into ha- Halloween into and then immediately it's like Christmas stuffs in shops, but then it's like poppy time and bonfire night and and then you're into Christmas, so it's just like I feel like you, you need to have you, you need to have a little bit of normal life in between these things. What do you think, though? People just really look forward to all these things, though, to try and escape the abject misery of normal life. <laughs> Maybe I mean that's those are harsh words. No, I do think though people cling to these sort of holidays and markers and things, and see if you want to put your tree up in September. See if you want to keep your tree up all year round. It. The one thing I the one thing I will, I, I, I won't I can I can come I can come to terms with people putting their decorations up early right I can okay. I can just about manage that. What I don't understand is people who like Halloween more than Christmas. I think that's maybe like a sort of you know. Is it like an edgy thing? An edgy thing, yeah. It's like quite a cool personality trait, isn't it? 
I'm like, oh no, Halloween's much better than Christmas. No, it's not. I'm sorry. Objectively, it's not. It's not better than Christmas at all in any shape, in any way, shape or form. People, and see, the thing is, people who like, prefer Halloween to Christmas are never slow in letting you know it. Because they do think it's a personality trait. It's not a personality. But then I think it's also like a people who who say they don't like Christmas... And that's a bit of a kind of edgy thing, isn't it? Like, oh, I hate Christmas. Like, no decorations. Like, it's just clutter. That's a bit of a... I'm just a bit different. I'm not like everyone else. Try hard, if you ask me. <laughs> Let yourself go and love a little. <laughs> I think I've definitely... I like Christmas. I think... Obviously, you like it when you're really young and you're, um, you know, you're excited for Santa and everything. I think when you get to maybe like, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, like I kind of lost the Christmas magic a little bit, I think. I quite liked going out and getting pissed at Christmas, but I didn't really like get into the whole festive thing. I've never like, gone out Christmas Eve, ever. I've never done that. I just, I, the idea of being rough on Christmas morning and like not being able to enjoy my dinner and family come around is just awful to me. I just want to enjoy the full day. I get, I would have a drink on Christmas Day, but I would never... I would never go out on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I think Christmas is definitely coming more special. Not more special, but I think I'm, you know, excited for Christmas more now than what I was like in my teenage years. It's natural though in your teenage years you get a bit rebellious and a bit, mm, Christmas is I'm too cool for Christmas. I yeah, prefer Halloween. I think I was a bit too cool for Christmas, um, but... People who prefer Halloween are just teenagers that never go out of that phase. <laughs> There you go, folks. Because <laughs> you can't tell me that watching a scary film and carving a pumpkin is anywhere near as fun as getting presents, having a slap-up meal and seeing all your family. No, but I suppose if you're like a, a goth, maybe like Halloween, <laughs> is, the, maybe Halloween is the Christmas of the goths. Goth Christmas, you're right. Never thought of it like that. Yeah. So apologies to any goths listening. <laughs> I mean, you look like a goth tonight with that black and white one. You're also wearing black and white, so shut up. This is actually me, me. And also, that is offensive. If I was a goth, there'd be nothing wrong with it. No, no, I'm not saying this. I'm just saying you look like one. So you took offence at it, so you're the one that's got a problem with goths. (laughs) Ah! That went so quickly. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, that's it does. It was good to be back. Um, if you also enjoyed listening to this podcast, please tell all your friends, like our page on Instagram, comment, tell us. Follow send- our page on Instagram. You don't like it, you follow it. <laughs> <laughs> God's sake. How old are you? Too old. Okay, so follow us on Instagram. Send us your Karen stories if you'd prefer to email email us them. It's what is it now, Karen at gmail.com. Yep, um, and I think we've actually we've got we've got a bit of a backlog of submissions that we need to to try and address. Yes, um, which we'll yep. do next episode, and then we'll be doing our Christmas special. Yeah. So if you've got any Christmassy stories, any Christmassy Karens, anything you want to share, send it in because we'd love to hear it. Yeah, that was episode twenty-one. See you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.